Hello everyone, it's Craig from Discord. I recorded Zoe's audio but I hate some. So if you hear some glitches and jumps, that's my fault. I'm not sorry. It was delicious. everyone welcome to henry kissinger's pokemon going to die the number one internet podcast made by for and of the terminally online i'm sarah and i bezos on my phone <laughs> <laughs> i bezos on that phone sorry <laughs> hey hey there i'm zoe aka uh dj jeb bush please slap <laughs> <laughs> pretty good and i'm val flight cub aka burning manders Nice. nice. Copyrighted to Sam Positive Stress, who tweeted that yesterday, and I really this, liked it. This one's for all the Game of Thrones heads in here. What if his name was Burning Manderly? Oh, I don't read that book or watch that TV someone, show. Someone out there is laughing at that, I, I hope. Mm. Maybe not laugh. It wasn't like much of a joke. It was just kind of like a statement more than anything. <laughs> If he was in, Wait, uh, can I like punch up your 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 name a little bit? Yeah, sure, go ahead. What if it was DJ Jazzy Jeb? Please slap. Jeb, <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> hey, what if Bernie Sanders was from the title of that uh, famously memed uh, horror movie from like the mid two thousands, and he was the Wicker Manders? <laughs> That, that that wasn't great. Let's let's keep moving. <laughs> what if his name was Bernie Sanderson Cooper and he was uh he had white hair? What if his name was what if his name was Berndon Sanderson and he wrote The Wheel of Time or something? <laughs> I know Brandon Sanderson wrote some fantasy classic. I, I don't think it Wheel of Time was Terry Pratchett. I don't know who the fuck Brandon Sanderson is. If he was just like Bernie but with a U and he smoked a lot of weed, am I right, folks? Uh, what do you mean if? Correcting myself before I get the tweets. Uh Wheel of Time was not by Terry Pratchett. It that was by Robert Jordan, and Brandon Sanderson did in fact finish the Wheel of Time after Robert Jordan died. Yes, and Terry Pratchett did Discworld, I believe. Discworld, that's what I'm thinking. That's the choirs I'm crossing. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Bernie Sanderson. What's up, y'all? You getting ready to getting um uh not I'm ready to podcast. What y'all mm-hmm. what, y- what y'all's week been like? What y'all been up to? Been grinding. That's my way of saying I just went to work. Yeah, I've uh, I went. Yeah. I've been going to university and uh, also uh, had Zoe become GF, which was pretty nice to have happen. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. We we do love to see it. Does that mean that you were the GF or you got a GF or both? Both. Nice. Uh, yeah, Zoe, because this is your is it, this is your first time back since we've come back from hiatus, right? Yeah, I think my last one was last year with with, uh, with uh, Roy of the Show, yeah, I believe. About right? How's uh, how was how's the time away been treating you? Uh, it, it's been very busy, which is the only reason I haven't been on this show since yeah. then. 
Um, I went to a Smash tournament last night. I, I played four matches and I lost all of them. It's <laughs> a weird way to say orgy. <laughs> but was it fun, the Smash tournament? Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh it was great. I, I played four matches and I got cream pied in all of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so there was some news this week. Yes, there certainly was. I I I'm Jeff Bezos on that phone, and Jeff Bezos also Bezos on that phone. Um, because it turns out that his phone had been hacked by one crown prince of Saudi Arabia, Mr. Uh, Mohammed bin Salman himself. And, uh, he clicked a video, he clicked a video link that the crown prince sent. No, sorry. I don't even, I don't think he clicked it. I think the video link itself just had like date, like just hacking software in it. And so Jeff Bezos got like his data drained for like months on end. And like this happened in 2018. We don't exactly know when it stopped because this is just when it came to public. But the first thing Jeff Bezos did, uh, like publicly after this came to light, was quote unquote clap back at MBS by oh. posting a picture of him uh, with his hand on uh, Jamal Khashoggi's casket. And as I'm sure you're aware, uh, MBS was the man responsible for the murder of journalist Jamal, the the murder and dismemberment of Jamal Khashoggi. Ugh. Um, so the richest man in the world had his phone hacked by the leader of one of the most powerful nations, uh, of one of the most powerful non-U.S. nations in the world. Um, and we have no way of knowing what that was, what was on that phone, what be on that phone. Um, probably at the very least some contact information that MBS would like, like to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I doubt that, like, Jeff Bezos is, like, carrying, comp- like, big company secrets around on his fucking iPhone or whatever. <laughs> but, like... He has a notes app note that's just everyone's Amazon password. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One factor, zero factor encryption. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, zero uh, factor actually, authentication. Actually, the video link was uh, just to some pornography, and getting his data drained is just what Jeff Bezos calls it when he comes. <laughs> he's, he got, it's like he's like Sting. He like tantrically had his data drained over the over the following months. Hey, that's terabytes of data. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. True, exactly. That's that's what I mean. Is you, uh, he the is, thing is, though, if, if MBS is extracting it, does that mean that there's like a direct feed from Jeff Bezos's urethra to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> it's just, it's just a bunch of pipes <laughs> leading under the ocean all the way to Saudi Arabia. It's a hell of a catheter. It's just going up his. He's just got a pipe coming out of his leg. Like he's like a white pipe. It's not all white. You can tell that there was something moving through it, but it's flowing out of his leg at all times. I'm sorry. Are you are you saying leg because cum is stored in the leg? No, I, I'm saying like the 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 t- like the tube is coming out of his pant leg. Oh, okay. But also cum is stored in the leg. <laughs> Yeah, somebody, my, my, leg is, my leg is hollow. There is nothing in it but cum, and every time I work out, the the la- they call it lactic acid, but really it's just nut like getting shaken up. Mm-hmm. It's why it, it's why it hurts so much when your balls get squished because there's cum in there too, just not as much. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I ha- that's why I never skip leg day because I need to make sure my cum gutters are as strong as they possibly can be. <laughs> oh god uh really not cum gutters cum silos uh, you know you cut out when you said the worst part of that so i was like uh-huh whatever you just said is fine and then you corrected yourself from cum gutters to cum silos and i was like 
Nope. Just two, just two gargantuan tanks of cum strapped to either side of my body. So, I'm, I'm lo- as much as I'm loving talking about FinDom NBS, um, it, <laughs> it's, it's just becoming worse and worse the longer I think about this transaction. <laughs> Okay, so let's go back to the original thing where MBS. Uh, let's just okay. Let's just pretend that it wasn't actually his cum and it was just his data that got stolen. Like, his but that is data. that. But that is what he calls his cum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not much like, was like, true. Like, like, like what, what, what he calls his cum. What he calls, what he calls data is not what we call data. We are talking about his actual physical phone data and mm-hmm. not his cum data. Mm-hmm. Um. Not his baby data. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, uh, WhatsApp is unhackable. And uh, don't say if you are the most, if you are the richest man in the, it's very funny to me to think about the fact that my dad uses the same app to text his, his father that like Jeff Bezos uses to text his buddy, Mohammed bin Salman. <laughs> like it's just, there's just like quaintness to it that I can't really quantify. Just like the. The idea of the obscenely rich and powerful using some of the same software that us that us lowly pores use. <laughs> I also do like the idea that maybe he did click click on the video link and he got an email that was like, "Hey, check this out." And a <laughs> video link and he was like, "Okay. I, I have a Saudi Arabian prince. I have many money to give you. I need you to get, to give me some money for 24 hours and then I will pay you back handsomely." Um, and he's like, "I mean, we've done this before, my friend, the Saudi Arabian prince." <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't have to you don't have to lead with this every time. Uh, you don't have to lead with this time every every time, uh, MBS. <laughs> it's like how my dad used to um, sign off his texts with dad. Dad. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know it's you. Thank you. But yeah, uh, um, it, 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 it is weirdly comforting to think about the fact that A, the most, po- like, I guess WhatsApp is that, like, difficult to hack if if Bezos is using it, but also very funny that WhatsApp is not that difficult to hack, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos also, like, texts his weed guy on, uh, on WhatsApp as well. <laughs> oh my god. Who, who sells weed to Jeff Bezos? <laughs> Whoever sells Mohammed weed- bin Salman. <laughs> Whoever sells he has him Bezos, on there. Uh, I, I don't want to say allegedly. Allegedly, Mohammed bin Salman sells Jeff Bezos his weed, and mm-hmm. allegedly, Mohammed bin Salman only ever gives him oregano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fucking swear ass Jeff. More like Jeff Bozos doesn't even know what the fuck weed is. Yeah, he got him. Got him. Probably knows. What I want to make is. a joke about um, yeah, how weed is called gas. And crude oil. That's as far as I've gotten. Though. Who calls weed? Wait, who calls weed gas? Is that not a thing? Are you thinking of heard... ass gas or grass? No, I've heard no. people call it gas. I've never heard people call it gas. Yeah, there's a Post Malone song where he's like, "Oh, my brother's got that gas in there." It's pretty good Post Malone impression. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's about. I, I was able to make out about as many words as that as I do when I normally listen to Post Malone. <laughs> like I, I know mumbling is like kind of a thing in rap now, but like it is for some reason Post Malone is so much less intelligible than every like like the like Sunflower is a song that I like a lot, the one from mm-hmm. the Spider Verse movie. Mm-hmm. I I like my my what Miles does in the beginning of that movie where he's like is the like that's about all I know of that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, Spider-Verse is a good movie. It is. It's a very good movie. 
in spite of in spider verse uh chance the rapper's fourth album was not about how much he loved his wife <laughs> like that's canonical there is an out there is a, a there is a, a a poster on my on uh miles morales's wall where chance the rapper is wearing a hat with the number four on it as mm. opposed to on the co- cover of coloring book where he had a three and that so that would have been his fourth album and oh. it would not have been the big day and he would not have sang about how much he loved his wife and wants to go throw a beach ball oh i love my wife <laughs> ah! oh <laughs> <laughs> i love my wife oh uh, what is the, I'm sorry, who's the person that's in the chat? Uh, Dave. Okay. Um, Dave just posted, I love the Post Malone song, Snuh. <laughs> Snuh? <laughs> Snuh. Is that an actual song name? No, but that's what I just sang. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, check your phones, don't download shit from Mohammed bin Salman. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, what uh, the I went to a CNN article looking for some just like the details about this, and at the bottom of the article it was like, "How can I avoid having this happen to me?" And their response was just, "Make sure WhatsApp is updated." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Richest man in the universe hasn't updated his phone. I think it was. I yeah. I I don't know if that's what it was or if that's them saying that there has been an update that prevents this specific kind of thing from happening. Mm-hmm. Because there has been that. I don't know if they're trying to say, like, update it to this or implying that Mr. Bezos did not update his phone. Right. <laughs> just, ah. Oh, my God. And WhatsApp is just, like, doing free PR for the richest man in the world because he's, because they're like, hey, we don't know what the, hey, something happened to Jeff Bezos' phone. I, there, but I don't know about, we don't know about that. But we do, we are fixing a vulnerability that sounds similar to this one. Um, and they have not stated, uh, they have declined to comment on whether or not it was the exact, it was the same thing that, uh, hit Mr. Bezos. Nice. Which is like, I get, I wanted to commit to that, but also that makes it seem like, when I look at that and I'm like, well, okay, but how about the way that, like, Bezos' phone got hacked? Is that still in there? Because if you don't say that for sure, I'm still like, what about Bezos'? This sounds similar, but, like, if they don't confirm it, it is leaving open Mm -hmm. the possibility that there is another thing that, like, hacked Mr. that hacked Mr. Bozo's phone. Yeah. I wonder if I, I get hacked I don't like the, the, I don't like the fact that I have to I don't like the fact that I have to like uh uh use uh like say the sisses when I say him and like as a possessive. Um so I am just moving forward I am calling him uh his name is Jeff Bezo. So every time I call <laughs> him uh his name so it will be Bezo's phone. Bezo's friend Mohammed bin Salman. Bezo's weed man Mohammed You bin could Salman. also just call him Mr. Bozo. Mr. Bozo. Miss, I'm just going to call him... They're calling me Mr. Amazon. <laughs> Ugh. But, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Mr. B on his damn phone. Hey, can I can I interest you some folks in The Price is Wrong? The, uh, the, fun, new, the fun new bit here on... Uh, <laughs> here on uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Do you know how much it fucked me up when I learned that that's just the ver- like a, uh, a fucking defeated version of the theme song? Is like so the theme song is bum bum ba ba as opposed to bum bum ba It's the same like note sequence, just like down an octave and with a slide down to that last note instead of the ba ba. No idea, but I hope folks, I'm making sense. <laughs> I know you are. I understand. Cool, but. Folks, I've discovered an entirely new genre of Amazon product, and I'm going to link you the first one here because this is. Oh, okay. Do you think this? Do you think this one wound up on the site after Mr. Bezos got hacked? 
Is this like, uh, a, do you think it's the result of his phone getting hacked and uh, his weed man Mohammed uh, fucking up the website? It'd be very funny if it was, but I don't think so. Oh, you think this is, you think this is just uh, Bezos stamped, you, you think Bezos rubber stamped this one himself? Yes, I think Bezos saw this and thought, yes, I want this to be here. And then so put this on Amazon. He wanted to be, I'm going to send the link into the chat right now. Uh, this is a link to <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Thanks. Thanksgiving Love, an erotic variation by G. Scott Gray. Um, and it is a, uh, a pair of one this of... Is, God, this is like every word in this sentence is like a fucking shotgun blast to the chest. Like, yeah. Pride and Prejudice. Okay, and uh, um, Thanksgiving Love, an erotic variation. Yeah, because I've discovered that apparently variations are a thing that they sell pretty frequently on Amazon. Like, different like, variations on famous novels and things. And specifically, The Pride and Prejudice seems to be a popular one. Yeah. Like, I I, I mean, you know, this this traces back to, like, Pride and Prejudice and zombies and shit. But there's, like, a million of these, and they're all very good. And so I've saved a couple in here that I wanted to share on here. The first one being this one, Pride and Prejudice and Thanksgiving Love, an erotic variation by G. Scott Gray, which I wanted to point out is number 3626 in the category humorous erotica <laughs> i would like to say also um the uh the link that you sent us includes the search that you did to find this would you like to read it or can i please uh, zoe has searched under all on amazon.ca Funny, haha, ass balls, dumb. The forbidden words have been spoken, and Val is now being taken to the execution facility where they will be hung. I'm dead now. Rest in peace. So, uh, Val, go on. Now, now that you're a ghost, I'm I'm already hung. So, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, you know, that's the first one of these various erotic variations, uh, or just not all of them are erotic variations. Some of them are regular variations. I'm not going to share this one, but one's called Suddenly Betrothed, which is a terrifying thought. Don't you um, hate it when you're just, like, minding your own business, and then suddenly you, like, you blink, and then, like, you just kind of, you, you, you know when you're driving home from work, and, like, it's a half-hour drive, and you put on a podcast, and then the next thing you know, you're pulling into the driveway, and your wife's in the passenger seat, and you've got cans on the back of your car. What Jeez. the hell? How did this happen? Oops, I have a wife. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Chance the Rapper wrote that one. Yeah. <laughs> the first one was one I wanted to share mostly to set up the second series of four real books you could purchase. Oh, and dear. that is uh, the Mr. Darcy's Dragon, a Pride and Prejudice variation, Jane Austen's Dragons, book one. Uh, okay. Which is a series of four books that you can purchase for $19.63 Christian cents on Amazon.com. Which is about what if uh, Mr. What if Mr. Darcy had a dragon in the book Pride and Prejudice? <laughs> <laughs> There's four of them, and they're on Amazon, and you could buy them all. And there is oh an audiobook. Gosh. There are audiobook versions of some of them that you could also purchase. <laughs> a song of Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like <laughs> Pride and Jakaris, that's also very good. Thank you, Dave. Okay, so here's the product description for the first one in the series. 
It is a u- truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon's William. name is Pemberley also. His name is Pemberley, and Fitzwilliam Darcy of Pemberley has the good fortune to be in possession of the first English fire drink egg laid in a century, or at least he was until some miscreant stole it. (laughs) That punk-ass little little bitch stole my Khaleesi. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Darcy tracks the thief to Hertfordshire. Upon catching the thief, however, proves to be an entirely different kettle of brimstone, especially when he encounters fellow dragon keeper, Miss Elizabeth Bennet of Longburn. Uh, I'd like so, to correct myself from earlier. The line is, uh, that fucking punk-ass shitburger stole my dragon. Shitburger stole my dragon. Also, oh. this, this is number 274 in classic literature. <laughs> is, is number like how like how far down the how like starting at one how far do you have to scroll to get to something that is not what you would call and I know it's all I, I know it's a I know it's all subjective but what what would you at what point would you stop what number do you stop seeing like classic literature at because I'm sure like number one is like Pride and Prejudice or actual <laughs> for some shit number two <laughs> <laughs> well, okay hold on before you tell me what's number one number one is Anne of Green Gables. Sure, sure, okay. Number okay. two? Number two is Lady Elizabeth, Pride and Prejudice, Everything Will Change, book one by P.O. Dixon. Oh! <laughs> Classic <laughs> literature. It's the second one. <laughs> it's number five in historical fiction on the Kindle store. <laughs> Kidnapping. Deception, arranged marriage, an intriguing twist on Jane Austen's timeless classic, Pride and Prejudice. Oh my god. Pride and Prejudice and zombies irreparably damaged the literature community for the worse. (laughs) How how far away from the original can you get and still call it a, a variation? Because, like, there isn't a thing, like, Mr. Darcy is, doesn't meet, um, the care, the Little Women. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know this book at all, but I'm pretty sure like Mr. Darcy doesn't get a thing stolen from him and have to track the thief to blah 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 in the original, right? I don't think he does. I've not read the book either myself, but I don't think that's what happens in it. And I'm so, like, especially sure that it's not a dragon. Like you, guess, no, no, they, you just have to read the. Go on, Val. Sorry. You just have to name the characters like Mr. Darcy and shit, and it's like it's Pride and Prejudice. Like, I mean, that is, it, it's the reverse of the fucking, the, the, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey thing, where, uh, whatever her name was, stu- <laughs> whatever her name was, wrote Twilight fanfic and then just control f for all the instances of Edward and Bella and replaced. Yeah. Can I just read to you sort of some uh, of the many book titles that are currently outranked in the bestsellers for classic literature by, uh, Lady Elizabeth, Pride and Prejudice, Everything Will Change, book one? Uh, yes. can I, before before you do, can I just uh, share another fun fact about that uh, changing names thing? Um, that is how like eighty percent of the smut on on uh, Amazon is like created. Just like fan fiction, control F replace like AU fanfic, control F replace ABO fanfic, control F replace all instances of Sam, Dean, and Castiel with George, George, and also George. <laughs> The three Georges is what they've called it. It's all spelled differently, though. Well, it's George, George, and Jorge. George, George, and Jorge. It's like Tony, Tony, Tony. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was exactly. gonna say except, for, except for what they do is teach you how to grill. <laughs> I was going to say that one of the Georges is spelled like Jeff with like a the G-E-O. But then I realized that um, that's how you spell George. <laughs> so it's it's G-E-O-R-G-E, it's jo- and, th- and that's George. And then there's J-O-R-G-E, which is pronounced George. And then there's J-O-R-G-E, Jorge. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, Lady Elizabeth, Pride and Prejudice, Everything Will Change, book one, outranks The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, <laughs> Dune by Frank Herbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Two Towers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1984 by George Orwell. Sure. Journey to <laughs> Journey to the Center. Of, Journey to the Center of the Earth by Jules Verne. Oh, The Return of the King. So all three copies of J.R. Tolkien's uh, famous books. <laughs> uh, the Hobbit. Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. Uh, Animal Farm. Crime and Punishment. To kill a mockingbird. That, one, that new one's world. fucking. You know what? The, you know what this is telling me? This is above. Um, this would mean that this is above Catcher in the Rye on Amazon. Would Catcher in the Rye be categorized in this category? I'm not. I'm not sure, but it what is higher that, than Lord of the Flies. That that one's fucking oh wild. God. I cannot believe that this one is selling more than every fucking middle schooler who has to read that book in mm-hmm. ninth grade. Yeah. The first page gets down to. Oh, you know why? Uh, this might undercut the funniness of this somewhat, but this is on the Kindle page for audiobooks. audiobooks. Oh, okay. By the so way, they must the audio- have a really like really sexy voice reading the. Um, what is it? Uh, Lady Elizabeth, Pride and Prejudice: Everything Will Change, Book One. Yeah, they must have a really great. So just just if I sort by Kindle sci-fi and fantasy, the the uh, hold on, let me sort by uh, what are you what are you sorting by, Zoe? Uh, what is this number two in classic literature books? Okay, um, just because the third thing, the fourth thing that comes up when I click on sci-fi and fantasy for Kindle, uh, so it's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, the Azure Kingdom, which is book one of the Iridescent Realm, which is just, I'm assuming, a young adult series that I just don't know. Um, the first book in the Witcher book series, uh, mm-hmm. Last Wish. And then the fourth one is uh, The Mountain Lines Valentine, colon, BBW Shifter Mail Order Bride Romance, Holiday Mail Order Mates book one. <laughs> because, because shifters are the most popular version. Like, it's 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 furries but with the cowardice of without without the actual bravery to have the character have cat ears and a tail <laughs> it's just a dude who turns into like a lion sometimes but then turns back into a man to have sex and there's no like half man half lion hybrid mhm but anyways yeah <laughs> bbw shifter mail order bride romance great cool stuff amazon is that a anyway. shifter ordering a mail order bride or a mail order, mail order bride who is a shifter? I uh, I think it's it, it's a mail order bride who is a shifter because per the per the uh, description, Kira Temple has had enough first dates. The curvy girl is ready to settle down. She's signing up with lovely and kind brides for some help. The mail order bride agency helps shifter men find love, and Kira hopes they can find her one of their one of her own. Mountain Lion shifter Cade Lincoln is worried. He's just gotten a match with LK Brides. The woman is gorgeous and seems perfect for him. It's the last woman Cade brought home took one look around his hometown before running away. What if his new match does the same? Oh, no. Interesting. Uh, Also, I'd like to read uh, one of the things David has put in the podcast chat here. 
where he says, back in the Lemon Demon forum days, someone wrote a Neil Ciceriga slash Andrew Keffel fan fiction by doing a control F to replace Naruto with Neil and Sasuke with Keppel. But Sasuke was misspelled, <laughs> misspelled during when they climax. So Neil says, ah, Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> That's just normal uh, sex. Don't don't you hate it when you say another girl's name when you're when you bust? <laughs> hey, everyone else in this chat is thinking of Sasuke when they're fucking, right? <laughs> uh, that's why. That's you know that, that I make that mistake sometimes. Uh, just last week, I had to deal with my GF confronting me because I shouted Kagome during sex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Yasha humor for y'all. Bringing that anime heat. <laughs> I, I, also... I am the resident anime liker, actually, because I think all the other an- like all the other regular anime watchers of this podcast, by which I mean Sam, uh, was forced to retire. Mm. I was yeah. going to say I'm going to listen to this audiobook and see what it is, but the audiobook version of uh, Lady Elizabeth's Pride and Prejudice, Everything Will Change, book one, is uh, $13.85. <laughs> Uh, oh well, on the bright side, the Kindle price of Pride and Prejudice and Thanksgiving Love, an erotic variation, is only $3.80. Oh, that's a steal. The audiobook is $0, isn't it? Uh, for on Kindle Unlimited. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but it's also include it includes free international wireless delivery via the Amazon WhisperNet. So, that's like a thing, right? Like, they, they, just like, you can't just like say this, hey, this is our WhisperNet, because that already like means something, right? Like, no. is a whisper network not like the thing you used to describe, like how like people like oh, like how yeah. all, like all these op- all like the open secrets in Hollywood, like uh, like all the whisper networks around like Harvey Weinstein and all the and like yeah. Roman Polanski and all that stuff. It's just like I I very much like I think that Amazon does most of its thing with most of its actions with malice. I doubt this was among them. It's just a wild ass thing to call your shit. Yeah, that is really weird. Also, just makes it sound <sighs> like an underground railroad. Yeah. Okay, I'm here in historical fiction, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about this. Uh, before we get back to the... Yeah, before we get back to the actual podcast, the number one book in historical fiction is a book called Blood Elves Unabridged by uh, Andre Sapkowski. <laughs> you remember? Uh, Andre... Uh, and- I can't pronounce it. It's like looks Polish. But Andrzej Sapkowski, I believe. And uh, do y'all remember all those elves in history? That we all had. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's so many different versions of this book. You can get an audio CD for $46. Is it the oh my War- God. Is it World of Warcraft? It's not Warcraft. It's original fiction. Oh, no. It's uh, apparent. Oh, oh, oh. This is the, with the, this is the Witcher. <laughs> this That's is the Witcher. Of course it is. Like I mean, it's actually it's the original. It's a it's the second book in the Witcher yeah, series. Yeah, I, I was like I, I was like that name sounded super familiar and I couldn't place it. And yeah, that's the guy who made the Witcher. Why is it number one in historical fiction? <laughs> it's his, it's historical. It's fictional. The Witcher. Yeah, it's number one in the historical Witcher. fiction. Number one in action and adventure, and number one in sword and sorcery. I mean, I think like uh, yeah, The Witcher probably definitely belongs in fantasy, but I'm sure there's also like Amazon would also categorize like A Song of Ice and Fire as historical fiction. 
That's true. How? It's historical. It happened in vampire times. It didn't it's- actually, because I know, I know it's actually not a that the because Westeros is not the in, unless Westeros is secretly like post-apocalyptic the 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 this world. No. Yeah. Yeah. Blood of Blood of Elves been- is yeah. Blood, Blood of Elves is the first one in, like, the, the actual, like, G- Geralt of Rivia saga. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because I saw the inspiration for the critically acclaimed video game The Witcher, and I was like, oh, that's less funny now. <laughs> yeah. That actually makes sense. Isn't historical fiction supposed to be, like, the story of the American Girl doll Madeline and her revolutionary war yeah yeah like historical like, fiction historical fiction is like just like stuff that could stuff that could have happened but didn't yeah i think yeah so i'm not sure I, i'm not a i'm not a I, i'm not a fucking wordsmith you're not a genreist. yeah i will say that three of the I'm top not a, ten I'm not a, hold on i'm not a i'm not a jean genou <laughs> thank you welcome i will say that three though uh, three of the top ten in historical fiction are books from the Witcher series. Uh, one of them is still Lady Elizabeth, Pride and Prejudice, Everything Will Change, book one. <laughs> and then the rest of them appear to be, like, real historical fiction, like, stuff about, like, the Holocaust and things like that that are actually, like, real books about history. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a great deal of them are books from the Witcher series. <laughs> that, that doesn't surprise me. So now that we've spent 20 Christian minutes on Amazon books... Val, what's up? Uh, what? I heard a rumor that, um, nobody likes Bernie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so apparently Hillary Clinton has a Hulu documentary coming out in her future or something. Okay, sure. Like, I, I, like, the thing about a documentary is that you shouldn't be making it so close to something that, that, uh, like, you can make a documentary about a small thing that's not likely to have larger repercussions, like mm-hmm. you can make that pretty soon after it happens, but like the twenty, we are still like the nation is still traumatized from the twenty sixteen election. Like mm-hmm. we can't be doing like and here's how it because like the, we have not had enough time since twenty sixteen to actually do this documentary because Hillary spent three years in the woods and is now starting her fourth year off just coming out swinging against Bernie. Yeah. So so in the documentary she says. Uh, of, of Bernie. He was in Congress for years. He had one senator support him. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. He got nothing done. He was a career politician. It's all just baloney, and I feel so bad that people got sucked into it. Hearing her call him a career politician makes me fucking black out in anger. Yeah, yeah like, oh, he was a career politician. Um, everything he did was n- not genuine. If you're not a career politician, Hillary, why didn't you... Uh, Divorce your cheating husband. Just wondering. Hey, Hillary. Um, so that uh, everyone being against someone is always a bad thing, which is why uh, when Bernie voted against the Iraq War, uh, he was wrong because everyone else he, said yes and no right. one agreed with him. Exactly. It's it's so you can just say whatever nowadays, I guess, because yeah, like I, he got nothing done is not true. Yeah, like literally he was facing he was facing opposition from both the Republicans and the establishment Democrats and he was still able to accomplish things. Like you can't just say no he didn't. I'm pretty sure his name was on more amendments than like anybody else in Congress. Yeah, like it's hard to get an actual bill passed when mm-hmm. you don't have the party support behind you on either side. So the mm-hmm. fact that he's he's managed to get as much done as he has through entirely amendments is 
a genuinely impressive feat for, for who someone who was for a long time the only independent senator in the entire house. Yeah. Is he is he not still the is there another independent senator? I don't think so. I just know on and off there was others, so no, I just yeah, didn't want to, you know. That that makes sense. Probably some libertarian. I think it was a uh, I almost said Roscoe Parrish. That's a NFL wide receiver. Were you thinking Ross Perot? Um, yes, Ross Perot. That's what I was thinking of. I think Ross Perot. <laughs> I, I don't was know anything about Ross Perot except for that like one Simpsons gag where he punches a hole in his hat because Krang and Kodos are like, "Who are? You, what are you going to do? Vote for a third party?" <laughs> So this is her her um, thing, and she's like, well, it's not just him, it's the culture around him. So the, she literally fucking says Bernie bros, blah, blah, blah. So And the it, thing about Bernie bros is that Hillary has never been associated in any way whatsoever with odious people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a tweet that I saw that was like, if Bernie has to denounce, like, Marx lover 69 and fucking black socialist 420, like, <laughs> then I think Hillary should have to also denounce Harvey Weinstein and Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and et cetera, et cetera. And, 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 Kevin and, Spacey. and, and, yeah. Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, she's still mad that she didn't win 2016. Reporters asked Bernie Sanders his his you know his response to this, and it, first of all, he said Secretary Clinton is entitled to her point of view, and then he says, you know, it's my job to focus on the impeachment trial. My job today is put together a team that can defeat the most dangerous president in the history of the United States of America. Also, like, I don't know if he has um, media training or what, but his fucking response was so good because it started with. On a good day, my wife likes me, so let's clear the air on that one. Yeah. I don't know if it's media training. I think it might just be, like, all of his years of, ha- of being hardened by, like, just... Uh, this is definitely not his first time at this particular rodeo, No, nor will it be his last. Like, this is... Right. It, it, it's different. I, I'm sure it's different every time, but, like, this is not, like, some... I, I'm sure this is nothing new to him. Yeah. And, like, that's such a good response. It's so, like, humble and, like, you know, it, obviously it's, the, it's a joke to start off the answer, but, like... He, you know, he's not being combative. And then, uh, so to, to finish off the, this conversation with him and reporters, um, when asked why he thought his 2016 primary competitor was still talking about 2016, uh, Sanders responded, that is a good question. You should ask her. She's like, she's still talking about Bernie Sanders as if he is her primary opposition. Like, as if they are still in the Democratic primary. As though they're still locked in a tete-a-tete. Yes, exactly. Like, I, I don't understand why she's still so... She's so, like, intent to, like, drag him down with her, essentially. Because, I don't because know. Because she's, she's mad that she lost, and she doesn't. She wants to blame other people that... Like, I, I'm sure to her, like, she she will never admit that the, 2020, that the 2016 election loss was ultimately her fault. And so this is just, like, maybe this is just her, like, justification of, like, okay, so Bernie is why I lost, mm-hmm. and I don't want that to happen to the next person. Like, I, yeah. I'm not saying it makes any logical sense, but I'm saying it makes logical sense to Hillary. Yeah, it's just annoying. From, maybe from her perspective... Um, speaking of people that like Bernie Sanders, Joe Rogan is going to vote for him, so that's a person. But you know uh, who doesn't like, you know who doesn't like Bernie Sanders? Who? The New York Times. Hey! I didn't put this in the show notes because I completely forgot this happened this week, but, um, hey, Val, Val, ask me who I'm supporting in the 2020 election. Who are you going to vote for in the 2020 election? Women. <laughs> and it was just the New York Times said, because the New York Times... 
went thought long and hard about who they wanted to endorse, and they said at the end of the day they came out and said we want to endorse Elizabeth Warren, but also Amy Klobuchar. Just <laughs> like before I get into the rest of this, the thing that really fucking bugs me about all this is that like there have been so many people who have gone on record and said that Amy is an abusive piece of shit who like throws things at her employees and is just a terrible person. The New and York Times. The New York Times reported, God, that's right. I forgot the Times. Them- wrote an article about her being abusive to her staff. Right, like, and, like, I think I saw some tweet from, like, some New York staffer that was, like, if that's, if all, if it's just a couple of binders, I'm sure Trump has done worse, like. So? Like, throwing things at your staff is bad, like. It's not a, yeah. If I throw a fucking, like, cinder block at at an employee of mine versus if I throw, like, a, like, if I throw a cinder block versus, like, a small rock at an employee of mine, I'm still throwing something that could hurt an employee of mine at my employee. Like, one is definitely worse than the other, but they're still fucked up. You shouldn't do either. Yeah. But anyways, um... The New York Times singled out Klobuchar because they see her as the, they they see her as like a centrist who can get things done, whereas Warren is their ideal progressive candidate. Mm -hmm. But they're throwing their weight behind two people who are, there's definitely at least some overlap in their vote, in their voting audience. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just said, they just, they just said, a vote, we, we vote for women. Yeah. And I cannot wait for the 2020 president, uh, the girl reading this. (laughs) (laughs) Time person of the year 2020. The girl, also the girl reading this. <laughs> uh, they just have that shitty reflective foil on their page. <laughs> yeah, it's like the monster at the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking support, coming out to yourself by rewriting that book to be about the girl at the end of this book. <laughs> um, <laughs> Our 2020 nomination, the girl reading this. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... Klobuchar is just a uh, she's she's pulling at nothing. This is going to like cause mm-hmm. the, the the this there is definitely some overlap between their bases, and this is definitely not going to help. I'm very excited to go commit voter fraud and vote for two women. Yeah, <laughs> like if 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 the point of everything, if the point of everything is to be about not dividing the democratic like the democratic base, what the fuck are you doing? You're literally saying vote for this or this. Right. Like, if they don't want Bernie to win, they sure did a shitty-ass job of doing this, because this is gonna, this is gonna make some of Liz's supporters split off for Amy and some, and it's, not a lot of Amy supporters are gonna split off for Liz, because she's too progressive for them. Mm-hmm. But, but, but they're a- gonna look at Amy and be like, wow, she's a woman, and she gets shit done. Yeah. It's like, hey, who do you endorse? Like, um, I don't know, who do you do, who do you endorse? That's my favorite character, it's my favorite uh, candidate, too. <laughs> it's when you're t- it's when your friend starts talking to you about, like, Metal Gear and you don't know anything about Metal Gear, so you're like, oh, yeah, and you just, like, go off what they've said, so they're like, they mentioned Revolver Ocelot, and you're like, oh, yeah, I love Revolver Ocelot, when he uses the, um, the revolvers. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I was in, like, elementary school, there was this girl that every time you asked her her opinion on something, she would say, it's okay, and then ask you what your opinion was on it. So that if you were like, I don't like it, she was like, yeah, it's just okay. Or if you were like, yeah, I like it, she'd be like, yeah, I think it's good. I said it was okay. This is that, but like, women. (laughs) Anyways, uh, support women. Um, Like, actually, literally do support women, but like, this is, yeah. This is nothing. What is the point of an endorsement if you're going to split it? I, I'm sure you talked about it last week, uh, Val, but um, I, I just, I haven't had a chance. To, you talked about the fucking co-opting of the Me Too movement for this, right? No. With regards to the Warren stuff specifically? I don't think we talked about that at all. 
Um, so this is just a small shout out, small quote unquote shout out, I guess. But um, throwing back to the, uh, the 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 Bernie Liz handshake from last week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the fucking the like Nira. I don't think it was actually Nira Tandon, but like when I say Nira Tandon, like the kind of people you think of in that friend group, like there were definitely people of that end saying like, oh, so we were supposed to quote unquote believe women, but not in this case. Hashtag Me Too. Right. Like, no, not in this case. When you're going, like, it's like the most consistent politician in America versus someone who said she was Native American for decades. Did you know that? Did you know that women can't lie anymore after Me Too? Right, that's what it means. Like, I'm not, I'm not out here trying to say that. Like, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to dredge up the Bernie Liz handshake thing because it's, it's a fucking stupid thing that should have died on the vine. Like, as soon as it happened, it just makes me so fucking mad. Yeah. Me Too is now being used as a weapon. And, like, not that sounds like a thing that, like, some fucking dumbass right-wing asshole would say about cancel culture. No, yeah, but when it's applied in the wrong context, believe women doesn't mean when you're, like, trying to decide which politician is more honest, you have to pick the woman or you're sexist. Me Too is not a cudgel with which to, like, fucking beat every man with. Right. You should beat most- you should beat most men. (laughs) But not with Me Too. Me Too is not your- Me Too should not be your weapon of choice. Right. Institutionalized institutionalized misogyny, maybe. <laughs> that's a that's a better cudgel. I just want to clarify that it sounds that I may have implied that about Bernie, but I mean, no. No. The other thing that really annoys me about the um, Warren versus Sanders thing is that people are like, well, you don't care about having a woman president. We need our first woman president. And like, yes, we need we need women presidents, obviously. But nobody's talking about how fucking significant it would be to have a Jewish president. Yeah, that would also be, like, a first. America lost their minds 50 years ago when we had our first non-Protestant president. A Jewish person's never been the Democratic nominee, right? No. Like, I mean, Bernie would be doing a first there. There's already been a woman nominee. I think right. so. I don't want to just turn this into fucking identity politics. I, I, I definitely starting to go down that road. So no, I, I just want to let's just steer us back into the Klobuchar stuff. Yeah, it, it's just annoying when people use identity politics to say that Bernie isn't, like, isn't a diverse enough candidate or whatever stupid thing like yeah like as though he has never faced any he's yeah like he's the same as donald trump because he's old yeah white and a man uh so remember when the polls come or even if warren and klobuchar have both dropped out make sure to write them in for your presidential vote Mm -hmm. both of them both of them they're gonna they're gonna be the two little girls holding hand emoji the president. <laughs> fucking the shot fucking the Liz Warren and Amy Klobuchar standing next to each other. Come play with us, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> and they just get like then the elevator opens and they are encompassed by a sea of blue. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a blue wave. Thank you. I'm gonna read you a quote from Mr. Pete Buttigieg. From because he had his own please clap moment this weekend, and I I am positing that it is infinitely sadder than the please clap moment. <laughs> so here's the quote: They took the word hopeful and turned it into a noun, and now we're hopefuls. And it's because running for office is an act of hope, and so is coming to watch somebody talk at you who's running for office. So is contributing. So is caucusing. So is voting itself. It is an expression of hope that we can actually make our own lives better by having better hands guided by better values on those pulleys and levers of American government. So could I look to you to spread that sense of hope to those that you know? Come on! (laughs) (laughs) 
The, and the reason it is sadder than the Jeb one, and I watched the Jeb clip, is because Jeb is definitely saying like a, a like an epic end to a speech. It is not an interrogative question that is that would like beget a response. No, he like, just says this, a, this yeah. is the equivalent of a DJ saying, Make some fucking noise and just like three people in the audience going <laughs> Gosh, and also yeah. the statement itself is also just bullshit. Like, I, we want better... The, the American government system is perfect. We just need better hands and better values on it. Mm-hmm. Like, if bad hands can make the country this bad, the system is not... The system is not perfect. There needs to be changes to the pulleys and levers. We are not just like... Yeah. Like, the pulleys and levers are racist. <laughs> Bro, the pulleys <laughs> and levers have been racist this yeah. whole time. Like, why does one of those pulleys go to that? Bro, that lever hates black people. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a new lever. <laughs> Wrong lever, Kronk. <laughs> Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> Kronk pulls the racism lever and he's just like, I don't even have that lever. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, Wrong lever, Kronk. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh the gosh. poison. The poison for Yovanovitch's uh, mouth. Yovanovitch's poison. <laughs> So fucking Trump uh, said that uh, about Yovanovitch, the uh, like a high, I don't remember the exact background, but she was like a high-ranking official, and Trump wanted her gone. She's an ambassador, yeah. Yeah, ambassador. Thank you. Um, and Trump said, "Get rid of her. Get her out tomorrow. I don't care. Get her out tomorrow. Take her out. Okay, do it." And mm-hmm. the original quote that was published online from like uh, I think I who was it? It wasn't uh, it wasn't New York Times. It was um might have been the Atlantic that ran this. No no no. It was ABC News that ran this story first. Um, and the their headline was "Take her out." Okay, mm-hmm. do it. And they called that firing. And granted, the full sentence is definitely more like a 50-50 of like fifty percent chance it was him firing someone, fifty percent chance of him trying to order a hit. Mm-hmm. Um. But the it is important to note, and this is not anything inclusive, but uh, Yovanovitch has, like, there have been documents surfaced that show that Yovanovitch feared for her life. You talked about that mm-hmm. last week with the Lev Parna stuff, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. She's been, but, she yeah. was being followed and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's, I mean, it's like, wow, breaking news, um, the fucking bully mobster-esque figure in the presidential office is a bully and a and operates with mob tap tactics. Yeah. Like, wow, who knew? Unsurprising. It turns out, it turns out that when you become, it turns out that when you Cersei become president, president, um, you, uh, instantly shed all previous problems that you had. Yes. And you truly, Detroit, become presidential. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Uh. In this moment, I am presidential. Today was the day Trump became president. Today was the day Trump Today was the day Trump became homongulabungus. Today was the day Detroit became human. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got there. Okay, got the episode title. Took us a while. <laughs> I'm glad that we're still referencing Detroit becoming human. <laughs> this uh, it's a good video game. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I remember about it, is that it was really good. Yeah. Um... I guess the last thing that we want to do before we go into before we go into Lightbringers is, uh, y'all thirsty? 
I'm very, you know what? I'm going to request that we cut that, actually, because I'm sure that at least one listener is going to fucking hate us for putting that in the podcast. Ah, oh, fine. Uh, I, my whole body cringed into a C shape uh, the moment I heard that noise. Okay. I know I know. people who listen to podcasts have that problem a lot. All right. Let's, let's try it again. I'll do a different sound. Okay. Y'all thirsty? Mmm, yummy. Yummy. <laughs> here, hey, here's... Here, let me, let, me get, let me get up real close to my throat. Oh, oh, oh. drinking milk. Oh, is that worse? No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rip one. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's the sound of me at peach time, uh, drinking a big, warm glass of milk. Mmm. Washing down the presidential lies. By the way, I opened CNN earlier today, uh, j- or earlier this episode, just to, like, double-check a headline or something. Oh, never mind. I thought I saw a funny headline, but I misread it. Never okay. mind. I thought it said that the that the attorneys only used two hours of the twenty four they were allotted, but it just the headline was actually just saying that they had all, they had used two hours of the twenty four they've allotted thus far. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was they got up there, did two hours, and they like dropped the mic and were like, "We're done." <laughs> they did a tight twenty. Yeah, on but um, but make sure you're not drinking anything that is not that isn't water, unless it's milk. That's me, because they're they're not allowed to have food. Not allowed right? to have mi- food. Yep. So they they provide water, yes. And then what was it like in the? They can send a Senate page to go fetch a glass. I'm gonna pull the Ashley Feinberg article that's on Slate, uh, which I'm gonna recommend you read because it's a really fucking good article. Yeah, the history of it, right? Was like somebody was like, "Do you mind if I send my boy to get some milk for me?" Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking okay. Here we go. Yep. Uh, in, as stated in in Riddick's Senate procedure, a guide that collates current Senate practices. One will find the following section: milk while speaking. Senate rules do not prohibit a senator from sipping milk during his speech. <laughs> Sen- senators can have little a si- little a milk as a, little a as, milk as a sip as a pe- as a peptic ulcer combatant. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was during. Was it during? Clinton or Nixon? Well, not into, actually not until 66. So per, from the Ashley Feinberg article, Senator Bill Cassidy told CNN that the milk option dates back to the 50s when there was no medicine for peptic ulcer disease, so people would drink milk, as, and so the senators were allowed to drink milk because they had ulcers. Although, oh. the formali- although, although the formalizing of senatorial milk wasn't until 1966 when a senator asked whether it would violate the rules to request a glass of milk from a Senate page. It would not. Yes. And I, it took me a second, when I first read that, it took me a second because I didn't realize they meant like a page, like a like an errand boy. <laughs> you mind if I take a page out of the Senate's book and drink some milk? All of the books in the in the Senate are all sopping wet. I, yeah, just wring, just wring one out just, into your mouth and hope it's not rancid. Oh, just every book's printed on cheesecloth. <laughs> <laughs> But it's cloth made out of cheese. This book is bound entirely (laughs) out of milk and cheese. The Necroyomicon. Wow, a book made of butter. (laughs) (laughs) The first, the first. Daughters would love this. The first words out of my daughter's (laughs) mouth were Vatu Netrion butter. (laughs) Uh, Lactonomicon, is that anything? It's probably something. Okay. (laughs) Could be. Anyways, make sure you next time you take a big drink of milk, you're in good company with all the senators who are pounding milk. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if I had to be in the impeachment trials, like, I would definitely take that up, like, because otherwise you're just drinking water and what, like, eating the croutons that you find in your pocket? Like... <laughs> and or beard. 
Yeah, <laughs> like I would be so hungry. I would be like, you mind if I can I have can I have a Senate page fetch me an insurer, please? <laughs> no, no, no. The, my my reason my reason for doing it would just be strictly for like break time purposes. Like I drink it, I get the tummy trouble from from the from from the lactose bad, and then I have to like ex- I have to pause the impeachment <laughs> hearings to go take like a ten minute dump. <laughs> The thing is, I, that happens to me with water, too, but my pisses are a lot quicker than my dumps. Yeah, I would hope so. I think Mitch McConnell passing out on the toilet for lactose intolerance. <laughs> yeah, it should be a lot easier to get pee out of you than poop. Yeah, that's 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 my that's my that's my uh, presidential platform for 2024. Mm-hmm. Just saying the words 2024 out loud sent a shiver down my spine. So let's get into Lightbringers so we can get out of those doldrums. All right. Y'all mind if I go first? Sure. My light bringer this week is a video game that I finished, and it made me cry a lot. Uh, it was it was Outer Wilds. It is a um, so this is extremely basic spoilers for the game mechanics. If you know anything about this game, you probably already know this. But if you're trying to stay in the dark about it, which if you are, I recommend you do. Go ahead and skip ahead like a minute and a half. Let me just set a timer on my phone. So I'm gonna set this time. I'm gonna set this bad boy for a minute and a half, and I'm gonna talk about Outer Wilds. And these are like I said, these are minor spoilers, but just you know. In case you're trying to stay dark, which if you're if you have thus far, I recommend it. So in the Outer Wilds, the core mechanic is that you are like Groundhog Daying across the fucking solar system. Th- this solar system, which is not the one that you, it's not the one that you or I know, but you are just exploring these like these ruins of this long extinct civilization of extremely intelligent, uh, advanced like engineers. And you're going to all these different planets and just trying to piece together exactly what happened to them and why the universe is, why the fuck, and because at the end, the, the, the thing is not just you die and then start the whole thing over. Mm-hmm. The game is locked into a 22-minute loop because every 22 minutes, the sun fucking explodes. And you have to figure oh. out... And you have to go into the fucking... You know, go into the details on that. Figure out what's what's happening there. Scour these planets, just finding like all these things on and beneath the surface. And it is so fucking cool. One of the planets is like this... like it, It's like this like hard external shell of a planet. But it, at the center of it is a black hole. And there are like chunks of it that are getting knocked off by the lava moon that orbits the planet. And, like, they fall into the black hole and fucking this whole planet is just collapsed. And there's another planet that's actually two planets connected to each other. And one of them, like, they they just go back and forth like an hourglass, like, dumping sand from one to the other. It's so fucking cool. It's also scared the shit out of me. And it made me cry like a fucking baby at the end. I am thinking about the game a lot. It helped me a lot with some existential dread that I severely suffer from. And uh, that's my timer. So that's fucking... Please, I'm begging you, play Outer Wilds. It's genuinely one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Oh. I love it a lot. It sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, Val? So check out Outer Wilds now. Shall I go? Yeah, go for it. Um, so this is random. This is just the first thing I could think of. But um, I... Um, <clears throat> I'm in a play where I'm going to be playing um, a 60-year-old man, so my hair, yeah. yeah, my hair is going to be sil- silver. So I was like, we could dye my, we could like spray my hair, or we could dye it. Um, and I was like, I'm going to do that because that sounds fun. And I have really short hair now, so like I can fuck with my hair whenever, however much I want, and it'll yeah. grow back in you know two months maximum. Um, so I bleached my hair like a ton, and I dyed it silver. Um, shout out overtone. I also bleached my eyebrows just for the fun of it. And I look like an alien, but I also can use like 
black mascara to just like put on for work so I looked like a normal person. And I'm really enjoying being able to be, to look like a completely different person when I'm not at work and just like look super weird and. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that rules. Po- so. Post a, post a, have you posted a selfie in the HKIP server lately about, with that, with that, with that do? I have not, but I have one that I can post. Hell yeah. I will do that. So if you're listening to this and you want to see Val's cool selfie, which I'm sure I'll get a live reaction to because I'm sure they're in the process of posting it right now, head to the fucking... It's linked in our Twitter, uh, at HKIPGTD on Twitter. Zoe, what's your Lightbringer? My my Lightbringer is is gotta be Zoe Get GF because I feel like that's the best thing that's happened to me in between then and now. Yeah. It's uh, Yeah, it was on a, a trip to Ottawa with a bunch of people from my university. And uh, yeah, it, we... I very happy about that and i don't know how to talk about it on the show without weirdly doxing my partner but that's <laughs> yeah anyways that that happened it was very good and you love to see Hell it. yeah um so now we get into the cleanup step of this podcast uh so thank you very much to oh shit god damn oh the no, the, the like the the fucking dyed eyebrows is so good holy shit val <laughs> Thank you. I fucking rules. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Um. So uh, we are HKIPGTD everywhere. If you want to su- follow us or support us, uh, so that's Twitter, uh, Facebook. Don't use Facebook, but we do have an account there. Mm-hmm. Um, Gmail, uh, Tumblr. I think we still have. And uh, pay- you know, I'm gonna go to the Tumblr real quick, check and see if we have any questions because I d- I don't. Matt's the only one that ever checks Tumblr. Thank you, Matt, okay. for your service. Yeah, no, no questions. Um, but yeah, that's all of that. And then also uh, patreon.com slash HKIPGTD. Uh, also, also the Reddit. We have a Reddit. Reddit.com slash r slash HKIPGTD. Thank you very much to uh, Reddit user Bisexual Punch Party for that. But also patreon.com slash HKIPGTD, where you can give us money. $1 a month gets you uh, any and all bonus content we do, like pre-shows, which I think there will be for this episode by the time this by the time you're hearing this. Um, post-shows, obviously. Bonus content, cut for time. Uh yeah, uh, extended light bringers when we do those. Um, yeah, one dollar a month gets you all that. Five bucks a month gets your name right on the podcast and all that other stuff. Ten bucks a month gets you everything else. Uh, oh, sorry, five dollars a month gets you your name right on the podcast and a special user status in the Discord as well as the rest of the stuff. Ten bucks gets you all of that, a even more special user status in the Discord as well as um, the ability to listen live to the podcast as we have someone doing right now before someone can go in and fix it with edits. So thank you. With all that being said, thank you very much to... Hold on. Patreon changed their format and it looks like fucking dog shit. (laughs) Okay. So thank you very much to... Hmm. Burgermeister. Stephanie Ruff. Pregnant Seinfeld. David Besser. Alex Schaup. Six Arm Sweater. Patrick Van Brunt. Alex H. Jacob Sears. Neve Noel Williams. Wynn. Bryce, a sexual fish tank, Ashinu, Alex Hoot, Maximilian Rower, Tufster McGee, Bryant, Nick Clarkson, Jane Wick, Flo Siegel, Destry Hawk, Pierre the Disaster, The Tallest Jew, Michael Weems, Non-Binary with Left Beef, Summer Geist, Dijonese, Chaz Goblin, and Paul Blart Fleshcarts. Uh, thank you very much to the taxpayers for the use of our intro, for the use of their song as our intro, Evil Men, off the album Cold Hearted Town. Thank you very much to Noisepace.xyz and our overlord Matt GameCube for uh, hosting this and so many other great podcasts, such as the ones that I am on, like Fear Baiting, which is my horror movie podcast, back in two weeks, keep your eyes out, uh, or The Wonder Years, which is my Animorphs podcast, which is also back in two weeks, but like that's just kind of our normal release schedule. So, <laughs> I mean, by the time you're hearing this, actually, back in, no, back in two weeks, probably-ish. Week, but just about a week. That's just about two weeks. Listen to both of those. Uh, and 
I oh yeah, I'm on Twitter at SunHatGenya. S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. I think that's everything. Val, where can people find you? I am Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub B. I added a second B, which stands for Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, that was very good to me. Uh, I'm I'm uh, Zoe, and you can find me on Twitter at uh, TP underscore Albuquerque. Uh, and you can also find me on the other Noise Space podcast that I do with a uh, friend of the show, David the Stick. Which is all about uh, all about Homestar Runner and how it's very good and you love to see it, and also stand the lookout for eventually whenever my additional new podcast comes out. Uh, I've, that might be in a month. It might be in a year. Who knows? Mm. I'm excited either way. Hell yeah. Um, and I think that's everything for this podcast. I'm sure I forgot something. At me on Twitter when I did. But until next time, Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Pokemori. Please clap. Please clap. So here's my pledge to you. Please clap. I will be a commander in chief. I won't trash talk. Please clap. I won't be out there blowhard. Please clap. I think the next president needs to be a lot quieter, but send a signal Please that we're prepared to act in the national security interests of this country to get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world. Please clap. Thank <laughs> you.